Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, what's your drama? What's your drama? Welcome. I'm Sasha. I'm Lainey. I have been thinking about you all day. Because... Um, I'm dying to, I already like pictured your answer to my question. So I just need to know if my imagination and the reality match up. Okay. First of all, what do you think of Channing Tatum and Jesse J as a celebrity couple? Great. I'm not super invested, but I feel like they're a great couple and they seem actually quite legit as far as Hollywood couples go. Yeah. And I have good feelings about him in general. I mean, listen, I got made fun of. Remember during my Dear John days and all of you guys were like, he is uh, like a monster. <laughs> what did you guys call it? Like a Neanderthal? Yes. <laughs> uh, I've, been, I've been a Channing Tatum fan and his, che- and his cheesiness for a long time. So I'm down. Um, I Yes. During Dear John, when I laughed at you, yeah. I was like, what are you talking about? And then he just became so chill with that. Like, what we say about him, he kind of knows. Like, people yeah. think I'm stupid and whatever. And he, like, he rolls with it. Yes. And he's also one of the nicest guys. Correct. You know, yeah. Great when you talk to him on a carpet, when you talk to him on a junket, there's never any, like, gossip about him being a douchebag no. when he's working. Um, so I love that. And I kind of love that he's a little bit of a mogul with Magic Mike and, like, he has these, like, stripper shows. I know they're not – like, they're dancer shows. But he knows Whatever. his lane, right? Yeah. Like, he's not, and, and I'm fine if he flexes later and wants yes. to do something more dramatic. But, yes, he has stayed in his lane, his footprint. We know it. Mm-hmm. So thumbs up. Channing Tatum over Mark Wahlberg every oh, God. day. All the time. Like, to me, Channing Tatum has made Mark Wahlberg uh, unnecessary. Yeah, and – yeah, didn't Mark Wahlberg like kill somebody or something? No, Sash. So oh. let's. Oh, okay. <laughs> Allegedly, he attacked people, yes. including uh, Asians. Yeah. So next. Yeah. And Who yes, cares? exactly. Okay. Um. Okay. So Jesse J and Channing Tatum are together, mm-hmm. and the other day it was her birthday. Yes. And he wished her happy birthday on Instagram. Of course, yeah. I know you like fucking love the public wishes. I love of, Instagram. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and he was like. Happy birthday, baby. I love that. And you're so I wrote a whole thing about yes. baby, right? Yeah. And how, like, it's a thing. You cannot deny that some people like the expression, the term of endearment. Like, yep. they think it's sexy yep. to be called baby. Yes. Um, and where do you think I stand on this? I think Wait. you're. Okay. okay. So I thought, so I was going to ask you straight up. Mm-hmm. I was, I was going to be like, okay, you know, are you down to be someone's baby? And <laughs> I pictured your expression. Like, I thought you were going to throw up. Okay, so there's – it's interesting because when I was reading that post, which just it got me giggling, is because Yasik, you said that Yasik is a no baby. No baby. So Corey is also a no baby. And right. I'll tell you why. Because Corey tried to call me baby in the very beginning of our relationship. <laughs> And so he, he he was a baby person. He tried to be a baby person. Okay. Maybe because he thought that I would want to be called baby. Okay. I'm not quite sure. So this okay. was in the – So when I first met Corey, Corey so literally obsessed. like would have licked 
the dirt yeah. on my fucking feet. Yeah. He was obsessed with me. Yeah. No longer. Like, cut to now, he's no longer. <laughs> right. But at that point, he was. So I think he was just trying to do stuff. Anyway, he called me baby on the phone one time, and I started to laugh because <laughs> he literally does not have the swag oh to call me baby. He doesn't call oh me baby. He, calls, he would go, baby? It was the grossest Ew. thing in the entire he, world. He, we still, to this day, make fun of it. Literally two days ago, we were talking about the fact that he can no longer call me. He can't like he ever. Said, okay. Because he, he didn't even pronounce it right is what you're didn't saying. Didn't pronounce it right. Right. Just, it was so highly embarrassing when he said it at that time, like 12 years ago. Yeah. That that was kibosh from the get-go. Right. However, when I hear other people call people like baby, lady, like I've had boyfriends who have done that yeah. before. When it get when someone can pull it off, it's great. Uh, th- okay, it's great. Okay, great. Uh, you're surprising me. Like I thought you would be like a general. Well, I actually thought that you could see that certain guys can certain do guys it. Certain well. guys can do it, and it is like melt you at your knees. Here's the thing: it's never happened to me. Like I've no one never, in the history has ever done it, and you'd be they like, they haven't Whoa. had the swag, as you okay. said. Mm-hmm. I know that it's out there. Yeah, like that there are men out there who can who can pull it off. Yeah. I just haven't encountered one. Not that Yasset can't pull off his own like shit, right? Yeah, like, yeah. There's, but baby is, is not one, one of, of his skills. <laughs> How would he? Because has he ever tried? No. What does he call you? Does he have nicknames? Like it, it'll be like a. Sometimes it'll be a babe, babe. But okay. it, it's more like it's never. Yeah, I've heard him call you like, babe. Before. Hey babe, hand me that thing. Yeah, but that babe is not baby. It's not hey babe, take off your clothes. No, it's hey babe. Get it's not, okay, I'm going to like dish. make you blush or whatever. But, you know, I read a lot of these dirty yes, books, right? So when baby comes up, it's usually during a sexy moment yeah. or whatever. So it's like, oh, baby, you feel good. He says that. No, God, oh, God, Yassic? I thought I was going to fucking die. Not Yassic. Okay. Oh, but in the books. In the yes. books, right? That's when they're fucking right. or whatever. And yeah. he's like, oh, baby, you're yeah. fucking pussy so tight. Yeah. Whatever, right? Right. Oh, God, <laughs> I hate having eye contact with you when you say things like Whatever. And in the book, it's meant to be hot. Sometimes it is if it's a well-written book. Like, you know, you have also in books people who shouldn't be writing baby and Mm. people who can write baby very well. Yes. So I'm saying I just haven't had the real life experience of being babied. Like, you know, someone calling me that. And and it works. And that's why I knew instantaneously when Corey said it, I was like, no, 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 baby from you. Yeah. Because that's going to be gross. Right. Because some people yeah. Yeah, just can and cannot pull it off. Channing Tatum being one that can. He can. Yeah. 100%. I can see him. Like, I can hear him doing it. I don't think he would overdo it. You know, have we talked about this before? You know who does it super liberally? Keith Urban. Keith Urban. Keith Urban oh throws baby around. Like, you'll meet. And he's so nice. P.S. He'll he's, call you baby. Exactly. Yeah. So he came to the social and he came backstage to introduce himself to everybody. He had mm. done his homework. Mm. He was like, hi, Lainey. He, like, before I introduced myself to him, he was like, hi, Lainey. Then he was like, hi, Melissa. Hi, Cynthia. Hi, you know, every, hi, everybody. Mm-hmm. He knew all our names. And then, so we had met him for all of like 30 seconds. So we do the interview. It's what, 12 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards, we're saying goodbye. And um, when he was saying goodbye, he, was, he would say to me something like, oh, baby girl, it was so nice to meet you. <laughs> he called you baby girl? Or, ma- or, I, or maybe baby just girl. baby. Baby girl. I think it was baby girl. <laughs> or maybe it was baby. Anyway, it was baby. Yeah. It was, there was a baby in there. I yeah. don't know if there was a baby girl, but anyway, it was baby everybody. Yeah. Everybody got a baby yeah. who had like… I can see that. And that's just um, his way of saying like, girl. Yeah. Hey girl, it was nice to meet you. Except yeah. he's down with the baby. It was kind of sweet. 
Because he's so nice. Because if someone, so I guess this is it. Baby is twofold. If you're, um, if you've got buttloads of swag, you can pull it off. Yeah. But if you have buttloads of cheese, you can also pull it off. And Keith Urban falls in that department mm-hmm. of just being really cheesy. Yeah. Um, and he can do it. Yeah. So I also, can- I felt like he meant it. Like it wasn't, like he wasn't <laughs> babying us to be like, you know. But it was a term of endearment. Yes. Yes. It was almost like, I'd rather, from him, I'd rather him say baby instead of like hun. Mm. I fucking hate hun. I hate hun. Yeah. I hate when women call other women hun as well. Or I hate sweetie. Yep. Hate sweetie. I'm trying to think, Blake Shelton does something. I love the voice and I'm I'm blanking right now, but he calls, he has a little term of endearment for women as well. I don't know what it is. Sugar. No, it's not sugar. Cookies. Milk. No. It's not cookies or milk. But anyway, there are just some, and there's I guess that's why I'm thinking about Blake Shelton, because there's something to do with like, and I know Keith Urban is from Australia or New Zealand. Yeah. But there's something to do with like country people too who right. are able to pull that off yeah. as well. Anyway, I that it cracked me up because instantaneously mm-hmm. after I read your post, I thought about Corey and I was like, God, I shamed him from the get-go. But I'm glad I did because he just couldn't no. do it. I will say this, and I think this is very sexist of me to say, mm. and these are I mean, but you I acknowledge guess- it. I know. I mean, it, I guess this is part of conditioning. Mm. I don't like it when it's reversed. You don't like when women call their men baby. Yeah. Really? Like, I, I'm not into, like, if you're reading in the book, if, like, there's a baby, I don't want her to be like, oh, baby, your dick's so big. Okay. Or whatever. Or I don't know. What do you think about, I mean, the grossest one is daddy. No, ugh, ever. Never, never, but never. The like, difference is when guys, because I've had guys, one boyfriend – who would always call me mama. And I kind of loved that. Which is, but equally as gross when you think about it. Gross. Okay. I, yeah. Like, Jason Momoa couldn't even daddy me. Okay. Mama That's, me. Okay. Like, and that is, you know, he. Are you sure? If Jason I'm, Momoa in his, like, eight foot humongo arms and beautiful face said mama. You no. Would, you'd be done. No, I'm done. Okay. If Jason Momoa. If Jason Momoa said baby, I'd be down. I, oh, my God. Like, God. Sometimes I my labia like- would be stuck to his face. <laughs> Perfect. I feel like let's just close at that and go into questions because I, right. I can't top labia on face. Ready? Yes. <laughs> okay, first question. Hi, Lainey and Sasha. I'm afraid to even press send. Because I hope you don't think I'm being a heartless surface kind of friend, but I really want to help my friend at the core of this. My best friend, Elle, is wonderful and kind, but also very heavily influenced and naive. She's recently lost a lot of weight, and since then she's been posting some unsavory pictures on her Instagram. Lots of lingerie, lots of lingerie pictures, a lot of booty short dancing videos, and on and on. I'm all for celebrating her body transformation, but it's getting to be a bit too much. And I just don't want anyone to get any bad ideas about who she is now and really just want to protect her from any backlash. How do I confront this or should I just leave it alone? Is it any of my business as her best friend? Okay. Well, here, Sash. The I thing don't... you love the most is like yeah. people being I almost thirsty don't wanna... on Instagram. I almost don't want to answer this first because I'm, I don't want to like be negative and hate on Instagram. So you want me to go first? Kind of. And then I'll be like, maybe temper what I have to say after what you say. (laughs) I think, I think we've all in a way been there when we get a new haircut Mm. or a refresh or Mm -hmm. 
Um, yeah. You've just worked out a lot and you want to show off something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Then you go out in like a really good outfit that shows off specifically the hard work that you've just put in. Yes. Um, so I think nowadays Instagram is that. Whereas in the past, like, I don't know if you came back. Do you remember back in the day you came back from, I mean, this is my generation and kind of still yours, even though you're younger, Mm -hmm. you went on holiday you're really Are you talking specifically about me or just in general? People, yeah. Oh, yeah, when you go on holiday and you, you get, get oh, tanned. You get tanned. Yeah. And you come home and it's like dead of winter, but you really want people to know you wear that a white you're t-shirt. Tanned. You fucking wear a white t-shirt. Of it's freezing outside. You might even wear a white fucking tank, tank top. top. Yes. Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's January, right? In like Toronto or New York City, wherever you are that's you're cold. Barely, you're nude. You're fucking out there in your white tank top. <laughs> of course. Your nips are hard. Yes. And you're like, oh, yeah. Oh, is it uh, cold out? Where was I? Oh, I was just in Jamaica last week. Yeah. yeah right? Yeah. That is… So the equivalent of that now is sort of Instagram. Except you can really like… comparison. Yeah. Right? You can… But when you're in Jamaica, you can like say, hey, hey, I'm in Jamaica. Yes. And then you can show off your bikini while you're in Jamaica. But it comes from the same place. So for your friend, Elle, for her, she feels that she worked really hard. I think our society, yes, there is so much body pressure. Well, that, yeah, this is… And I get it. So I get where you're… So you can cover the negative body pressure. And I'm going to go with the body pressure of… When you are under that body pressure and you don't feel or society hasn't made you feel that you have the quote, in quotes, right Right. body, Mm -hmm. the time you spend in the quote, wrong body is hard. Yeah. And so when you achieve the quote, right body, and again, all this language is shitty, but we can't deny that it's out there. I understand the compulsion to be like, hey, hey, like, look at me. Ultimately, is it fulfilling? No. In the moment, for a while, is it going to be fulfilling? Yeah. And weight's that tricky thing. And that's why weight and um, just body image placed on Instagram is where the slippery slope happens. Mm -hmm. And I think that while we all want to get to a place where we feel like we have the strength of character to not need those likes, to not need those comments, even the strongest women that I know fall down that path and um, get sucked into the vapor of Instagram. Yeah. So my worry first is that she is newly in this new, quote unquote, right body. Right. And I don't think she's sat with it enough to really realize what she, what what the positive gains of that yeah. is. One being just health. Right. Um, but so, so it worries me that it could lead to some more body issues. Um, Because I don't know if everybody has the strength to deal with that. Mm -hmm. Um, But beyond that, I think what I'm thinking is like, when I'm thinking about like my best friend, I am fucking savage when it comes to my best friends. Not all my friends, Mm -hmm. but I will tell my best friend, Emily, exactly what she needs to hear for her own good. Whether it's good, bad, or whatever, like Mm -hmm. I will be as straightforward as fuck. Yeah. And so if this is truly your best friend and you think like this could hurt her in like ways um, emotionally or if yeah. this could be not good for just plain and simple getting a fucking job, like because mm-hmm. you guys have to be smart about those yeah. things, then I would tell my friend like this is not a good look for you. Right. 
like don't your best friend Fiona, like I would imagine that you guys have yeah. a friendship, a relationship whereby like you guys tell each other like everything directly what tell and show tell I mean show yeah yeah like she's seen my asshole okay like, yeah okay but not seeing your asshole that's not where we're going <laughs> but if she, like, yes but tell and show yeah yes. tell and show um and so I think uh, I think if this is causing if this might be a, a cause for concern then I, I think it would be good to tell her what your thoughts are yeah if that is the concern now I'm going to say I'm going to give some tough love to our writer, letter yeah. writer. If the fact that you're annoyed is just kind of the same annoyance that I have, of that general. Sasha has yeah. about Instagram in general, like, oh, people who post pictures of themselves um, in bikinis incessantly is so annoying. Yeah. That to me, but it, it isn't like connected to worry. Mm-hmm then I don't think you say anything. Yes, I right? agree with that. Because that's yeah. a little bit… I get it. We're all petty. We yeah. all eye roll over people we know and the shit they post on yes. Instagram. Yeah. Like, We've listen. all been eye rolled. We all eye rolled. Yeah. We yeah. all… I'm sure, Sasha, you have eye rolled what the fuck I've posted on Instagram. I'm sure I've eye rolled what you've posted on Instagram. Yeah, of course. Sure. But that's, that's from a place of pettiness and just like whatever. It is not worth raising. The only, so you have to ask yourself, are you actually concerned… Mm-hmm. about the well-being of your friend and her emotional, like, you said that she's, in, like, you know, she's suggestible and she, you know, may get hurt easily. Yeah. So if that is what your concern is beyond pettiness and beyond just irritation, of course tell her. But if you're just like, oh, I do not want to watch you in your fucking booty shorts anymore one more time, then maybe just, like, wait a couple weeks. I agree. So, yeah, um, good luck and let us know what happens. Yeah, keep us posted. Okay, next drama. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hi, Sasha. Here's my head over heart, heart over head, whatever situation. I'm 28, been dating M for the past four years. We've lived together for the past year, and he's a rock of a person. Uh, Patient, kind, and kind. Here's one problem. I've been pretty unhappy about my job for the past year, and while I know I need to quit, I'm also unsure of what's next for me. About a month ago, I went on a short vacation to Thailand and went two weeks solo traveling and realized that I would love to travel for a few months. As I've talked to Em about this, he's told me that he loves his job, and traveling for a long period of time isn't something he could do. Understandable. The other problem is Em, I'm starting to question whether he's right for me. There's always been something there in my gut that says it's not quite right. Absolutely nothing wrong with him. I know he loves me a lot. Sometimes I feel that he just isn't right for me. Is this normal? But who's to say that this stress isn't due to me being unhappy with my work situation? I feel like my unhappiness with work, being unsure about M, and not knowing whether traveling is just a band-aid, Band-Aid solution is stopping me from making any decision at all. It's a head-over-heart dilemma that I would love your take on. Thanks and love, Jay. Well, this one's like easy for me. Me too. Okay. Well, I mean, the, the biggest red flag for me is uh, four years relationship. 28 years old. If there isn't the time to get the fucking itch, like, 
I mean, that is quintessentially the time that most people shit or get off the pot. Mm -hmm. Whether you like, right? Because at at that point, you either have to press on the gas or you fucking have to press on the brakes. Um, And I feel like she's at that exact fork in the road. Yeah. I agree. Um, I also think that you can't, I mean, I think that there's this like illusion of the one, which I think is bullshit anyway. And I think a lot of people are like, oh, this is good, but maybe there's something better out there. Maybe, maybe not. But I think where we can't deny our writer's uh, point is the gut. The gut feeling of being like, "Mm, I don't think he's it. Mm -hmm. Can't deny that. No. Um, Listen, I think that you're concerned that you're conflating your frustration about your job and worrying that it's like seeping into how you feel about your relationship Mm -hmm. is, you should conflate it. Mm -hmm. Like what you're doing right now is you're taking, like you're examining what makes you happy? Professionally, what makes you happy is not the thing that you're doing. And personally, he isn't making you happy and excited and you're feeling something in your gut. That's fair. And yeah, it's connected, but it doesn't mean it's not valid. And, you know, if you took the time to write out this note and you're like, hey, I'm not in my job and not that excited about <laughs> yeah. my boyfriend and I kind of want to go traveling. That's yeah. the thing that excites you. Go traveling. You're 28 years old. I think this is the time to really make those decisions because you actually have the freedom to do so. So for me, I also think like, oh my God, traveling is the best thing in the entire world. If you really want to figure your shit out, fucking go away. If you yeah. have the chance to do that and the opportunity. I know tons of people who have done the exact same thing you have. They've gone away and they figured some stuff out. Sometimes they've actually come back and been like, oh my God, you were the one. Yeah. Let's let's pick this up again. Right. And then, of course, the other flip side of it is they've gone and been like, yeah. whoa, yeah. there's so much more out there, so much more out there for myself to learn, da, 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 da. So yeah. like, I really feel like you have the travel bug. You're at that time where you can do that. And, you know, as I was talking about before, you're, you've been with this guy for four years. Mm-hmm. You're 28. Like, mm-hmm. it is really like pull the plug on it now if if that is the case for you. Yeah. Because the further you go down with this guy, then you're going to be like, what? Then the next step is marriage and kids. Yeah. And you don't want to be caught in that trap just because you feel like you should. Yeah. And again, like in the same sense that you're staring down your job and you're like, I don't know if I can do this for 10 years. You're kind of looking at your relationship yeah. the same way. Yeah. Um, I, That's the same gut talking to you. But I also don't think that you should be unhappy about this because, listen, you're lucky that both of these things are occurring to you, Mm. like in your consciousness, not your subconscious, at the same time. There are some people who are like, oh my God, I like hate my job, but I'm so in love with this guy and that doesn't match up. Mm. And then they're like fucking hooped because then they can't, they can't go traveling because this guy is the one. For you, both of these things are lining up. Like it's, a little bit of a gift yeah. from the universe. Yeah. Ta- oh, my God. Right? Do you believe in that stuff? Universe? I believe that, like, the fact that she just said that, I feel like is, like, go with that. Normally, the letters we get are, I hate my job and I want to yeah. go traveling, but I'm in love, love with, with this my, person yeah. and I don't know if I should go. And that's, yeah. like, a way – that was a fucking way harder – that would be a way harder question for yeah, us to answer. True. This time, it's like, hey, I'm, like, uh, whatever. Ho-hum about my job and – Ho-hum about mm, my relationship. Yeah. Yeah. So – Kind of look at this as a bonus. I would agree. So, I know it's hard too. It's hard to end something with someone that's like, there's nothing really wrong. Yeah. But sometimes that's, I mean, that sometimes. That's the big wrong. Yeah. That's, sometimes that's the big wrong. Yeah. 
So have fun on your travels. Yeah, keep us posted. Send us a postcard. Yeah, <laughs> wherever you go. Okay, and final drama um, is from D. D says, so a friend and I came up with a great business idea and decided to pursue it. Simple enough, right? The only thing is I'm a social worker by trade. My friend is also in the human services field and we have absolutely no experience or acumen when it comes to a business, starting or running one. I'm going to be completely honest and tell you I'm terrified. How do I take that leap? It sounds like such a Pollyanna lifetime movie question, but I'm genuinely afraid. What if it's a horrible failure or an embarrassment or I lose all my money? How can I get out of my head when it comes to this? All right. Well, I mean, I, I, God, you're like kind of the perfect person to answer this because you did just that, right? You went on a whim and started your own business. Yeah. Um, I mean, I can only talk from a really small, small perspective, which is I did start my own Mm -hmm. business too. And it was something that I wanted to do and a passion project. And I had a fucking full-time job too. So it wasn't like I'm coming at this from any other different perspective than yours too, D. Um, and I, for me, I love a little bit of fear. Yeah. I kind of thrive off it and I love figuring out Like, no one showed me how to fucking start a perfume business. I just started it and learned along the way. Yeah. And I do think that there is a lot to be said about um, failures. I do think failures are actually just as important as your Mm -hmm. successes. And I think we do put a lot of pressure on being successful. Yeah. And I think that that sometimes can be a hindrance to Mm -hmm. people, exactly what you've said. Like, you're so… You're so scared to fail that you won't even give yourself a chance to succeed. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm going to take it a little bit of a tougher approach. Mm. So you guys have this great idea. You found a great partner. And now what? You're afraid of what? Failing, embarrassment. Like, so what? So do you expect someone to come knock on your door and be like, hey, we're going to realize this dream of yours here, immediate success. Like, a little bit, D, how dare you? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, D, but how dare you? Of course it's going to be, like, hard. And you are going to fail. Like the whole thing might not fa- fail, but there are steps along the oh, way yeah. that aren't going to work, that you're going to have to backtrack on, that you're going to have to fix. That might embarrass you. And yet again, how dare you? Did mm-hmm. you not expect that those things wouldn't be a part of like… Like… The process. Yeah. Yeah. You… Put it this way. You already have this great idea and a partner who you trust. Listen, you're ahead. It's true. You want even more bonuses? <laughs> Oh, this is where the tiger mom is coming out. <laughs> so yeah. I'm saying this not to be like a deliberate bitch for no reason. I'm saying this because you have a good thing going right now and you clearly have some money to put into this dream. Mm. Just go and do it. Like I'm it's not going to give you… That, yeah, right? I'm like, not going to give you like um, a graduation a Harvard speech about <laughs> failure and like go for it and whatever… Uh, That's me. That would be my, I did. (laughs) Yeah. Not going to give you that, but I am going to say that like people have started businesses before. There's a roadmap out there. And they have also started it while doing other things. The answers to your questions are there. You just have to like start looking for them. Yeah. But she's obviously a bit paralyzed by the fear of it, right? Yeah. And a lot of people like live that like, I'm just nine to five. I don't Mm want to rock the boat. Yeah. And you obviously have, as Lainey said, like you have a good idea. Yeah. You have some, like you would be sorry, but really stupid yeah. if you didn't pursue this 
great plan. Stupid is one thing, but you'd be unworthy of your great idea if you weren't going to go for it. And your idea wouldn't be worth it if it didn't come with like great struggle along the way. Pain and suffering. Yeah. like it, you must, you will actually kid yourself if you think you yeah. can go without this, without some bumps and bruises. Mm-hmm. You will get fucking blown to fucking pieces. Yep. And you mm-hmm. just will. And it's about figuring that out and picking up those pieces and continuing on if, yeah. in fact, it is something that you want to continue to do. Yeah. The that answers risk to your risk. The answers to your question. You're like, because what she's saying is, I've never done this before. Like, where do I even start? You start where you start. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know what your idea is, but let's just say her idea is to build an app. Mm. Okay, well, then if your idea is to build an app, then you go talk to some people who build apps. Yeah. You know what's the most annoying, too, is like when you hear people who always talk about their their ideas that they never did and they just yeah. fucking keep on talking about it. And it's like, okay, well, you never did. Like, for yeah. me, I'm like… At least try. Yeah. Like it's those people that always are like, well, I had this great idea. Like I just never did. And they just harp on it. And you're like, well, you're a fucking loser. Yeah. Like that to me is failure right. in a way where you hear about people talk about their pipe dream and they right. fucking never did it. Yeah. To me, I'm like, ugh, get a grip. I wish you had done it. Right. So D, if you're a little bit mad right now or insulted hearing us talk about this like this or hearing me talk, good. Use that anger. <laughs> Prove me wrong. Tomorrow, do the first thing. Make a list, do the first thing, and if it's hard, so what? Try again. Duanna, one of my favorite, favorite things that Duanna taught me and somebody else taught her is you can't fix nothing. Mm. And it applies to writing. So that's, writing is hard. Like, the hardest part of writing is getting started. So you're like, oh, I have this good idea for a book. And then, like, you sit there and you're like, I don't know how to do it. Well, like, well, you kind of have to start writing something down. And it's going to be shit. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. (laughs) It's going to be shit. And then you go back and fix it. But you can't fix a blank page. Yeah. So D, go out and puke up some shit and then go and fix it. Like. (laughs) Puke up that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck. Please. Keep um, us posted. When you become a billionaire. Totally. We'll buy what you're selling. Yeah. (laughs) We'll buy what you're selling. When you become a billionaire, tell the story of when you wrote into What's Your Drama and um, (laughs) Sasha and Lainey yelled at you. Um, and And then cut us a check. Or give us some stock options. Totally. We'll take either. Yeah, Dee. Good luck. (laughs) Keep us posted. And for everyone out there, thank you for listening. And send your questions my way to Sasha at LadyGossip.com. And subscribe to us where you get your podcasts. Thank you so much for your support. And we'll be back next week. Bye. Bye. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.